0: From the Tie Cats Audio Network, this
1: is Speaking with the Enemy. Welcome back to the Tie Cats Audio Network as we set the table for Hamilton of Montreal at Tim Hortons Field on Tiger Cats pregame presented by Greenworks. Bob O'Neill along with Andy Twos, and it's time for Speaking with the Enemy presented by Red Tag. Unlock Paradise where the redtag.ca Summer Boxing Week sale. Don't miss the chance to secure today's best rates for all your fall and winter getaways with up to 60% off on vacations. Book now and unleash your inner beach bum. Certain conditions apply. Now joining us from TSN 690 Montreal is former Alouette's all-star safety turn analyst, Marco Brilliat. It is so good to see you. Bonjour, Marco. Hey, salut, va bien. It's good to see you. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Always good and on a Saturday night for football. It's a it's a good time here. And you know, I'm going to start off with this, and not so much about the game that we're, that's coming up in a couple of minutes, but with this, Argonauts lost to Calgary. Well, let's just say that the East Division race is officially on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it was a little bit of a wild ride for the Alouettes because they lose three in a row they go into a bye week now they were in second place when they began the bye week they came back in dead last in the east the Cats and Red Blacks having caught up a little bit during their week off but after that big win against Calgary last week that got Montreal back on the winning track they're now back in second place but as you mentioned crucial matchup tonight as this gives the Alouettes an opportunity to win the season series against the Cats, which come no uh, come October, could be of importance when it comes to playoff positioning and hosting a home playoff game.
2: Yeah, that big big win last week to end that three game slide came came at a cost a number of key players went down can you can you touch on that and who's coming in to replace them I know I know there's a few here so yeah. the floor is yours
0: <laughs> I mean on the offensive side of the football obviously Kayon Julian Grant Alouette's second leading receiver who's kind of was having a breakout season for the Alouette's I mean he, he worked very hard during the offseason looked like a completely transformed player this year and was figuring to be a big part of the Alouette's offense in the first part of this season unfortunately he's got a hand injury that's going to sideline him for the next six games or so and already that the alouettes had a depleted receiving core now they did get tyson philpot back from injury last week was only targeted once so we expect him to pick up the slack a little bit in julian grant's absence. but so you look at that six game injured list i mean they still got guys like greg ellingson on the sixth game reggie white jr who was a starter last year still recovering from injury but i think the owls are hoping that Philpot will be able to fill that void with the app ab- in the absence of julian grant and on the defensive side of the football I of mean, gosh naji murray avery williams deontay ruffin i mean you look at a al's defensive secondary that was already Without Siante Evans, who had three interceptions early on in this season, uh, they, they had a couple of other guys. I mean, there's been a lot of movement in that defensive secondary. And Najee Murray was playing well at that, stra- uh, that Sam linebacker position. He'll be replaced by J.R. Reed. Now, what I've heard about J.R. Reed is that he's a very physical defensive back guy that played at the University of Georgia, Ex- played in the SEC. You know, not 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 you know, that's a physical, fast division to play in down south, so I think he'll slide right into that Sam linebacker spot, but it's gonna be tough. Meshing and working, communicating in that linebacking core, and he cannot depend on veteran middle linebacker Avery Williams, who's also sidelined on the sixth game, so Frederick Chagnon will get his first start at that middle linebacker position.
2: Well, how do you think Noel Thorpe will um, call this game based on all those new players trying to gel together uh, you are going against an inexperienced quarterback and in Taylor Powell, um, but still, that's a lot of pieces to shuffle in in one week and get ready to play a football game.
0: Yeah, th- there's never a good time for injuries, especially long-term injuries, but as you mentioned, I mean, they are preparing to play against an inexperienced quarterback, so I think they're able to trim down that defensive playbook a little bit, but at the same time, hey, these guys are professionals. These are guys that they didn't sign off of the street to step in and play right away. They're guys that have been in the meetings, they were there at training camp, they know the system. So I think that still gives Noel Thorpe some flexibility to put in some packages and give Powell some looks that maybe he hasn't seen yet in the limited amount of reps that he's had so far in the CFL.
2: William Standback coming off probably his best game of the year. Uh, getting some success on the ground, really kind of getting into a rhythm. How important is that going to be to to establish the run tonight and take some pressure off that new look receiving core and Cody Fajardo?
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And they struggled early on in this season. And I think it was across the board on the offensive line. I mean, they gave up 27 sacks so far this season, worse than the CFL. They couldn't protect the quarterback. They couldn't get any movement on the line of scrimmage and get stand back going. But as you mentioned, last week in Calgary, we saw flashes of that classic standback. But he's just quite not there yet. But hopefully he's heading in the right direction. And he'll be able to keep that momentum going and put up perhaps his first 100-yard game of the season.
2: Yeah, you know that Mark Washington will be trying to stop that. Um, Just recent history, that's been the number one thing against the Alouettes is trying to stop that running game. Um, I got to give you credit, Marco, I mean, when we talked earlier in the season, even in the preseason game, you mentioned names like to watch out for, like Austin Mack, like Tyler Snead. You know, he didn't start on the roster, but he certainly has come on to be a starter and uh, could be a big playmaker for them. A lot of injuries in the receiving core you mentioned. How big has Austin Mack's addition to this team been?
0: Oh, it's been huge. I mean, and he kind of had a breakout game the last time. We were here with those two touchdowns uh, against the Cats, and, you know, he was hobbled around by injury, was a game time decision, saw him out there in pregame. He looked like he was moving well, but I think he gives Cody Fajardo that big, long target. You know, the guy that can stretch the field that he can get the football to. And he was adapted very well to the CFL game. I mean, you talk about a guy who played big time college football in a big program at Ohio State but in a limited capacity was never really a full-time starter at the college level. Um, but obviously you know you have to have quite a bit of talent and quite a bit of potential to go right, to State start to go to school like that and, and so I think he's taken uh, this opportunity here in the CFL he's ran with it uh, and hopefully he can parlay that into continued success and either a long career in the CFL or perhaps an opportunity in the NFL down the line.
2: Well, another huge addition for the Alouettes uh, that a lot of fan bases know a lot about. Maybe not so much the Thai Cats, but Sean Lemon coming over for to a team who has been struggling in the sack department so far this year. Only 10 sacks created uh, for the Alouettes. But Sean Lemon coming off that big monster uh, West Division M.O. What do you call it? M.O.D.P.? <laughs> yeah, M.O.D.P., um, so have you felt his have you felt his impact so far yeah you look,
0: only one one week you look at the calgary game last week and although he didn't register a sack he did a tremendous job of putting pressure on jake Mayer that eventually led to some errant throws uh, or some scrambling the pocket breaking down and so i expect him to just continue to take on a larger and bigger role within that Alouette's defense. And it'll open things up for Jamal Davis on the other end of that defensive line. I mean, Jamal Davis is a very talented pass rusher, long and athletic, had some success with the Owls, tested the waters in the NFL, didn't quite work out. So eventually he made his way back to Montreal. But I expect that combination of Davis and Lemon to just keep getting better and better and I think that's going to pay off not only in the sack department but also in the back end forcing quarterbacks to make decisions uh, you know throw under duress and hopefully those defensive backs can capitalize and go get some takeaways
1: Getting short on time here. Let me throw you this there. Just on an overlook, and I know the coaches are constantly saying that uh, they evaluate their players, the team, on one-third basis of the the season. What about the head coach? How's Jason Moss been through the first third of the season? You know what? So far, I I think he's done a great job. The guys have bought
0: in. I think he knows what he has with Cody Fajardo having worked with him in Saskatchewan I mean there's no secret about it this football team is built around the defense and the offense's job is to go out there not make too many mistakes you know not shoot themselves in the foot not put the team in any bad spots and he's done a great job of doing that so far there worse there was some penalty trouble early in the season for the Alouettes at one point there were averaging almost 11 penalties a game which I'm sure which I'm sure drove him nuts (laughs) (laughs) No, no doubt about that but they seem to have corrected that issue I think the guys have bought in I think that win last week against Hamilton really helped I mean during the three-game skid, they did go toe-to-toe with three of the best football teams yeah. in the CFL, two of those games being one possession games. So, so far, so good for, for Jason Moss and the Alouettes in 2023. And if I had to grade him so
1: far, I'd probably give him a B plus. There you go. Hey, this has been Speaking with the Enemy, presented by Red Tag, Marco Briette. Let's hope for a classic contest tonight. Thank you so much for checking in. Hey, thanks again for having me, guys. Always good. Nice